Welcome to Equipped, a podcast by Connection Church. Equipped is a conversation about multiplying gospel community and fueling spiritual growth. We have one clear goal, to equip leaders to multiply. We want to help people follow Jesus, make disciples, lead small groups, and plant churches. My name is Jordan Thigpen, and I'll be leading you through today's conversation. Let's get equipped. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. This is our first episode in 2024, uh, and we are excited for all that God is going to do in this upcoming year. Uh, this past Sunday, what a day. It was a lot of fun to see uh, how many people. Um, I think um, Chris, uh, one, of our, one of our staff members, added 50 more chairs to the auditorium, and there may have been... It felt like four empty seats. I don't know, it was way way less than that, but it's just, I mean, just a lot of people here in the new year. It's exciting for college students to be coming back, um, and it's exciting to be back on the podcast. I think this is our first video episode that we'll be adding to YouTube, and so if you're listening on Spotify or on Apple Pods, just know that we have this on YouTube. Um, I don't know why you would want to see me in person doing this podcast, uh, but I do know that there's a lot of people in our church that um, are not big podcast uh, listeners, but they are on YouTube, and so uh, we just want to serve our our audience the best that we can. And so, um, and so we wanted to start this year off uh, on this episode. Um, I want to share a few things with you. Number one, I want to share a vision uh, for 2024 that we have um, both. Uh, as a church, um, it, a lot of it is a burden that I feel uh, specifically for the equipping and sending areas of our church um, that I want to share and invite you into uh, as the listener. Uh, it may be an encouragement to you um, in your walk. It could simply be um, even just sort of a, um, as you're, I know, I know there's a lot of people both in our church but in other places that have a word of the year. Um, and this is certainly for us a word of the year. This this is just kind of being candid about what um, our team will be pastoring our church into, um, what our small groups will sort of be um, working through, and and why we're doing what we're doing. It's just sort of a framework that we're working through as a vision for 2024. Uh, I also want to share um, in starting this year off the three aspects of equipping. So the word equipping. Um, in Ephesians 4.12, it's katartismos, but um, there's a, a, a root word. We won't go any further into the Greek than that. Um, but just understand that in English, it has three different aspects, and I want to share those um, because it has a lot to do both with the vision, but then the last thing I want to share with you, which is our podcast is taking a next step. And I think I'm really uh, most excited to share that with you. Um, and so... Uh, but it all has to do with what this is, which is equipped. This is about the word equipped. Um, this is about the I, not even the word. Uh, this is about um, God's heart for um, what in the process of the inspiration of Scripture that He leaves us with, this word, uh, katartismos, or um, 
Uh, it's it's derivative. Uh, it's it's root word there. So uh, anyway, well, I want to share all of that with you. So starting off, um, this is our 2024 vision is engage. Our heart for our people, uh, if you're a Connect Group leader, if you are a part of Connection Church, um, if you are in between churches and you're you're looking for a church in the future or right now, um, this would be something that I would just sort of uh, very gently pastor you in the direction of, and it's the word engage. Uh, I want for our people this year uh, to engage with God's Word, and I want our people, out of the overflow of engaging with God's Word, to begin to engage their community with the gospel. Um, I, I think we see this in the three aspects of equipping, um, but more anecdotally, um, I would share with you that um, in the process of, of everything we were doing in 2023, uh, one particular burden that I felt in pastoring our people, specifically with small groups, uh, with our guest services and Sunday morning teams, uh, as well as some of the leadership development communities that I am a part of, um, and then also even leading my own small group. A consistent thing that I would hear is, man, this reading plan is a lot. Um, or some aspect, so in 2023, we had a read the Bible in a year uh, 412 reading plan. Um, but then even beyond that, um, there's been a lot of interactions that I've had where people have felt very discouraged when they go to open their Bible. Um, I would say our church is full of a lot of people have are very good-heartedly doing their best to engage with the Word, but there's something about when they reach over and grab their Bible that there's already a sense of defeat of... I'm not going to know what it says. I'm not going to know what it means. I don't really know how it applies to my life. And there's just no guardrails for, you know, um, for keeping things between the lanes of how to engage with the Word. Um, I want to, like, full-chestedly say I want that to be different in 2024. I want every person in our church, I want every Christian um, to, to feel confidence when they open the Word. It's too important for you to not feel a sense of confidence. And I, what, I want is, um, what I want is to just provide resources, conversations, environments. And not all of these things are obviously going to be on, on a podcast, right? A lot of these things are going to be things that we explore um, in lots of different areas in the life of our church. One, most specifically in... Um, our equipping environments between Close the Gap and Growth Challenges. Um, those are two equipping environments, um, and this will be a good transition into uh, the three aspects of equipping. These are two um, environments. They're specifically meant to be learning environments um, and you know, learning-slash-experience environments. Um, the way we usually describe them is they're meant to feel like a chemistry lab not a chemistry classroom. So if you remember 
uh, from undergrad or even from your time in, in high school, if you were taking a science class, there was one part where the teacher is is lecturing, and if you're like me, fell asleep and then got the notes from a smarter person sitting next to you. Uh, but then there was the lab part where you got to get your hands on the thing and you got to play with the the instruments. That's what we want our growth challenges to feel like. That's what we want our close the gap experiences to feel like. So um, in 2024, those environments are going to be full of things that lead us into a deeper understanding of Scripture that give us greater confidence to engage with Scripture. That's also what our uh, our connect groups are going to be leaning into. We've picked 12 books of the Bible that in community we will be able to engage for an, an entire month on one book of the Bible. So one thing I'm really excited about with January is we're going through 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy is only four chapters. So week over week, you should be able to read 2 Timothy multiple times, uh, at least once, the whole book. Um, um, and the encouragement is to, to dig into the Word every day. Some There's been mornings, so, you know, again, <laughs> anecdote within an anecdote, that I have read the whole book in just doing my quiet time. There's been other mornings where I've read chapter one, and there's been other mornings, or like, you know, a chapter at a time, and there, there's been other mornings where I've made it through half a chapter, and there's been one thing that I really dig in on. Um, but then, you know, tomorrow, uh, this is this is Monday, so whatever, whatever day uh, is Tuesday, tomorrow, what, however that plays out in podcasting world, um, I'll get together with our Connect group, and we will be able to dig into a little bit of Second Timothy. All that to say, um, we want to engage with Scripture in a deeper way that leads to a greater sense of confidence that we understand what it's like, that we understand or what it means, what it's like, how to how to to engage with it in an ongoing way. Um, my, I, you know, whether it's just simply learning who wrote what, where is each book of the Bible, what is the overall story of the Bible, um, all of the things that, um, and it's hard to, to even just look into a camera and explain exactly um, even how we're going to go about it, but I do know what I want. What I want for our people is that when they sit down at their desk, when they sit down on their couch, when they sit down at their kitchen table, uh, wherever you sit down to open the Word, that when you open it, you feel a sense of confidence and joy that I'm engaging with God's Word, and I know um, I know that it's, it's uh, God's Word to me, that He desires to meet with me through His Word. Um, and so... Um, and then out of the overflow of that, I get the chance to engage the world around me with the good news of who Jesus Christ is. Um, I get to engage with the world around me about the good news that's transformed my life because I've now met with the Father through reading His Word that the Holy Spirit has now illuminated God's truth to me, that um, I have a greater sense of understanding of the grace that comes to me through Christ the Son as illuminated to me through the Holy Spirit that now leads me to worship God the Father. And now these things are just spilling over, spilling over um, into the world around me. Uh, whether it's at work, this could play out in our church. 
you know, you listening to this podcast, um, I could really see as you engage with the word, as you engage with um, the those who need the gospel all around us, you begin to see Sunday mornings differently. You begin to search for new faces of people that um, you've never seen before at our church. And then I could see the Holy Spirit putting on your heart to say, hey, well, tell me your name. I've never met you before. How long have you been coming to Connection Church? Uh, hey, is there any way I can help you get plugged in here? Um, is there any way I could take you to coffee, take you to lunch? And now um, you're interacting with the body of Christ and those who are new to the body of Christ in a different way. There's a lot that I'm really excited with, um, with both what could happen if we as a body begin to engage in the Word together, and then we begin to engage the world around us together. Um, my, my encouragement, my caution even, would be uh, not that you have to get to a certain performance standard in order to engage the world around you with the gospel, or that you have to get to a performance standard in... Um, in a, you know, a certain depth of understanding of the Bible, um, my encouragement to you is that these these are meant to be a symbiotic relationship. Um, they're meant to be things that mutually benefit one another. As you engage the world around you with the gospel, it's meant to push you deeper into God's Word that you would understand the truths of of. The word, but also that you would better understand God's heart for the world. And then as you engage with God's word, it should push you out into the world that you would have a desire to proclaim the good news of a of of the gospel, of a reconciling message between a holy God and a sinful world. That should be the natural symbiotic or mutually beneficial relationship that takes place. Um, all right, so let's talk about the second part, which is the three aspects of equipping, and it, it flows very naturally from the vision of engage um, to why I think God has led us to that word. Uh, I think it's through the three aspects of equipping. So equipping in Scripture, again, that there's that Greek word that we've mentioned several times um, that has three dynamic aspects. So number one... Um, it can it can be uh, referred to or I guess translated in English uh, from that same Greek root. It can be translated as mend and repair. All right, so we see this in uh, Matthew chapter four. Um, I think it's verse twenty one. Um, yep, going on from there, he saw two other brothers. This is Jesus. Um, going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James the son of Zebedee and his brother John. They were in a boat with Zebedee, their father, and this is the word, mending the, their nets, and he called them. Jesus called them um, into following him. Immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. Now, this isn't trying to lend some metaphorical understanding to the mending process, uh, but simply that the Greek word can have this range of meaning that includes mending and restoring things that are broken. Uh, we see this in moments in the Old Testament where um, if you were look, to look at the Greek translation of the Old Testament, you would see this word, katartismos, uh, or the Greek, um, the origin, um, the root word, 
um, applied to these moments where something that is broken, and, and a lot of times, especially with people, there's something that needs to be mended and repaired. Um, we see this play out a lot of times in ministry where a person who has some aspect of brokenness, of, of sexual sin, of, um, of addiction, of relational patterns, um, of vices in their life, um, and not just like other substances, but even vices like being codependent on another person or um, being too um, enmeshed in, in their own family of origin to where they can't leave and cling to their spouse. It, it, you know, we could go down a lot of rabbit trails with this, but equipping has a, a very dynamic um, application um, that's not just... Um, it's why the equipping area can't just be reduced to this idea of this is the discipleship wing of our church. Um, the equipping area involves a lot of stuff. Uh, and it's because the, the root word... Uh, for this meaning of of um, that we're discussing has such a wide range, you know, um, how it plays out a lot of times in my own personal uh, work life is a lot of times I'm doing a lot of counseling, um, and or you could say mending and repairing in people's lives, and I'm certainly using the other two. Um, words of equipping, the other two aspects of equipping, but there's certainly a lot of mending and repairing that has to take place before certain biblical truths can even become available to that person. Um, a lot of times, I don't know if you've experienced this or even noticed this, but people who are dealing with a lot of hurt, people that are hurt uh, deeply, whether it's from uh, childhood trauma and wounds or whether it's an ongoing sort of situation in their marriage, um, I'm sure you've experienced this as a small group leader, that um, they can't hear even the most basic biblical principles because there's a lingering wound that is deafening. Um, uh, so, th- you know, that's one way that mending and repairing plays out in the life of our church is that for people that we're even ministering to, uh, for people that we're ministering to, they um, they can't hear the full heart of of um, of our explanation of truth, of our proclamation of the gospel, of of our discipleship in their life. And maybe you've wondered, as a small group leader, why can't I just break through with this person? It it very well could be because they're experiencing a level of brokenness that we've got to mend and repair that wound before we can move on. Um, or not move on is not the right word, but before we can continue to grow them in a deeper understanding of God's Word or a deeper uh, level of, of training in the faith, um, the great analogy is a soldier, right? Like if a soldier is has a um, an, an open bullet wound in their leg, you don't look at them and say, "Well, hey, come on, just shake it off." You know, we've got we got to lay some more, we got to get some more training in. <laughs> we've got to understand the field manual better. It's like, no, you you take the time to address the present wound in order that the training and the foundation um, can be laid 
after the repair has taken place. So the other two aspects of equipping. So one, we've got men in repair. Number two, um, we've got practical training. Um, I'll go ahead and give you the third one as well in case my squirrel nature of a brain uh, takes me all over the place. We've got men in repair, practical training, and laying a biblical foundation. Let's look at practical training real quick. So looking at Luke chapter 6, verse 40, I'm going to back up to 39. Jesus, he also, said, he also told them a parable. Can the blind guide the blind? Won't they both fall into a pit? A disciple is not above his teacher, but everyone who is, and here's the word, fully trained will be like his teacher. Jesus here is using the, the Greek root word of katartismos, um, uh, with to, to imply a sense of practical training. Um, this, this is probably the easiest one to see uh, in the life of the church, right, where um, we desire for people to be able to go out and share their faith, and so we need to provide them practical training on how to share their faith. We want people to be able to engage with Scripture, so we got to provide them with practical training on how to read Scripture. We want people to worship, so we got to provide practical training for them to be able to worship. Um, and so that's just one um, range of meaning with uh, the the word for equipped uh, or for equipping. Um, and I think that kind of gives me a, a, a window to say that's why this podcast uh, is needs a range of voices speaking into it because I can't provide all things that are practically um, meaningful for training um, because I don't know everything. <laughs> that's, the, that's the most profound thing I think I've said on this podcast, Kate, is that uh, I don't know everything. Um, but, but seriously, like we need, that's, that's why we've had guests, that's why we've had um, people to come and speak into it, and, and that's an aspect of this podcast that we're going to pour more gasoline on. But lastly, uh, the third aspect of equipped uh, or of, of equipping is laying a biblical foundation. So we've got things that need to be mended and repaired. We've got uh, a, a layer of practical training that we need to provide. Um, and then lastly, we I, I would look at Ephesians 4.12 most specifically for the biblical training or biblical foundation, laying a biblical foundation. Um, and he and this is uh, Paul speaking, and he, being um, the father, personally gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers for the training, there's that word, katartismos, uh, of the saints, so the training of the saints in the work of ministry to build up the body of Christ until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of God's Son, growing into a mature man with the stature measured by Christ's fullness. Last verse. Then we will no longer be little children tossed by the waves and blown around by every wind of teaching, by human cunning with cleverness and the techniques of deceit. We need a biblical foundation because this is a worldview issue. Paul is using this to say, like, hey, there are people that are coming into the church and they're deceiving you. They are... They are um, they are using clever schemes to trick the body of Christ. Um, that's why we need to provide a biblical foundation even to today, where 
Um, there are people in our body that need wounds from their life to be mended and repaired. We also have people in our church that need practical training on matters of the faith. But we also need for all people um, that are within the body, but even especially in the world, that we need to lay a biblical foundation of what has God said in His Word. Um, and then as we gain clarity and, and understanding of um, uh, of this um, the foundations of Scripture, uh, we're able to receive more practical training, and then even more things begin to be mended and repaired. Um, and that's a big task. Uh, that is a very dynamic um, task that requires um, a lot of um, a lot of uh, wisdom and thoughtfulness. All of which can't be bottlenecked at me, which is why our podcast is taking a next step. Um, the next step for our podcast. So, in the life of our church. We are constantly pushing for people to take next steps. We're pastoring people in the de- direction of taking next steps. That a next step consistently requires uh, the two things that Brandon preached in his sermon Sunday as um, as the as sort of two very simple divine requirements: listen to God and do what He says. If you're listening to God and you're doing what He says, you're taking a next step. Um, and so that's a huge thing in the life of our church. Um, we, we will never go wrong taking a next step at the, at, at, in response to what God's voice is saying to us. Um, and so for us, even as a podcast, the heart behind it was never to start a podcast that Jordan was at the center of and was giving his thoughts on all things equipping. Um, the goal was always for us as a church and as a body um, to start a podcast that unpacked and even attacked a lot of the realities around equipping, the things that mend and repair, the things that are practical for us to be trained in, the things that lay a biblical foundation. Um, and so we're going to roll some of these uh, things out, but we've got different people that are going to be coming uh, into the life of the podcast in a recurring way, uh, where uh, different leaders are going to have um, an ongoing role in leading us um, around a certain theme, around a certain topic that you know we're going to roll out um, over time. Um, but that's our next step as a podcast. Why? Because we want ourselves to feel confident when we engage with Scripture and not more than that, but on par with that. We want to be able to engage the world around us with the good news of Christ. We want our people to be able to engage the world around it with the good news of Christ. Um, There's too much work to be done in the work of equipping to limit it to just a few voices. Um, Our staff is too talented and too uh, gifted to hear Jordan 50-plus weeks out of the year. Um, and so we are going to, um, open up, um, um, this, this, uh, avenue for new voices, um, to, uh, to lead us into all things, all the different ways and all the different things that it means to be fully equipped. Um, that's the dismantling point, or that's the dismount point, um, with, um, 2 Timothy 3.16, it's all Scripture is breathed out. It is 
literally given to us by the Spirit of God. It is um, breathed out to uh, us as the reader, um, but it says that it's profitable for preaching, for teaching, for correction, and then the dismount is that the man of God could be complete. Um, we can't be complete on our own. It requires the whole body. So um, we want our people to feel confident when they engage with the Word. We want our people to feel the confidence to engage the world around them with the good news of Christ. Uh, we want our whole body to experience everything that it means to be equipped. Um, and so our next step as a podcast is to bring new voices in um, where I'm going to be speaking on some things related to Great Commission leadership. Um, I'll, I'll go ahead and give one spoiler. Morgan and Kate are going to be speaking uh, into uh, a lot of different things that um, that we haven't quit, uh, 100% nailed down, um, but the topic is not nearly as important as the people. Uh, they are incredible people that are going to be speaking into the life of what it means to be equipped um, so I can't wait for you to to hear that. Um, but all that to say, vision for 2024, we want you to engage with the Word. We want you to engage with the world. Um, we want you to know that we love you, that we care about you. Um, uh, we want to do everything we can to provide um, the resources that you need to be fully equipped, that you could experience the fullness of who God is. Um, and I am pumped to be walking alongside you here in 2024.